0: Ziggler. 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 Inspiring true performance. Hi, this is Blake Lindsey pleased as always to welcome you to our Inspire podcast. Thank you for punching in and thanks for letting somebody know about the free show. This week, we will hear from Zig about a great technique to use with your prospects. To find out more about how what you're selling may solve a problem they may have, Zig will teach you an acrostic POGO, which stands for people, organization, goals, and obstacles. This is a guide to use when conversing with your prospects. I probably don't need to mention that Zig can do a much better job of explaining this, so let's listen to him.
1: My friend and fellow speaker, Jim Cathcart, has a seminar he teaches on the inner, that's I-N-N-E-R, view. Isn't the name terrific? Just thinking of doing an interview instead of an interview will help paint the kind of picture in your mind that is necessary to be successful in gathering information in the need analysis segment of the sales process. If you will make conducting an interview With your prospect, your goal, your sales career will be greatly enhanced. Even some very successful sales professionals have difficulty firing off a series of questions to a prospect they are meeting for the first time. Still others struggle with asking for information without giving some information first the p-o-g-o formula will allow you to get involved in a conversational interview process that will be comfortable for you and the prospect p-o-g-o pogo gives you a track to run on and specific direction on how to best meet the comfort level needs of the prospects the p in the pogo formula stands for Person. The parameter for you as a salesperson who is interested in gaining trust and finding out wants and needs is to get and give information regarding the people involved in the sales process. As you enter the person's office, if you're making the call in person, look for visual clues, pictures, trophies, office design, which will allow you to establish a common ground. As you enter the person's office via the telephone, a sincere compliment can be effective. The person who answers your phone was certainly pleasant or something as basic as a sincere as opposed to cursory Thank you for taking my call, will help get you off on the right foot. Anything that expresses a sincere interest in the prospect will be valuable to you. As you are designing a series of questions relating to the person, remember that it is okay to share some personal information about yourself, but you already know about you. Give just enough about yourself to express common interest, but not enough to monopolize the conversation. If you must have a rule of thumb, limit personal revelations to 25% of this part of the conversation. In other words, three parts prospect to one part salesman. The first O in our POGO formula stands for organization. As the conversation about the person draws to a close, move to the organization. Again, probe gently and be willing to talk about your organization in the places you have positive common ground or you can sincerely compliment the prospect. The same rule applies as in the person aspect of POGO, 25% about your organization to 75% about the prospect's now before i oversell that point let me emphasize i am not saying you cannot talk about your company some prospects are very anxious to know about you and you must give them enough information to build confidence that your company is solid and reputable however do not monopolize the conversation your objective is to give them enough information to build that confidence and to gather enough information to make you effective, that is, to make the sale. The G in our POGO formula stands for goals. This is the time for gathering personal and professional goals, such as what do you plan to accomplish in the next six months? What goals do you have in place for the next year? Notice that both of these are open-door questions. Now, I would never accuse a prospect of fibbing, but I have known a few who would say what they perceive the salesperson wanted to hear. One of the greatest dangers in the need analysis portion of the sales process is to allow the prospect to throw up a smokescreen regarding their true goals. In all fairness to each of us, Our human nature is such that when we are probed about our goals, our first tendency is to tell the questioner what we think they would like to hear or what we think they expect to hear. Many non-professionals are so pleased to get a response that they hurry along to the next part of the process. The true professional will continue to probe. One of the most important probing questions you will want to ask is, why would achieving that goal be important to you? Another way of asking the same closed-door question confining to a specific goal is, what would achieving that goal mean to you? And you may have to ask this question several times. Many times a prospect's goals will involve money. I want to submit to you that money is never a goal. The real goal revolves around what can be done with the money. When you ask a prospect about their goals and you get a money response and you follow with the, why would that be important to you question, you're beginning to discover true goals. In addition, you are also helping the prospect discover true goals. Many will have given their goals very little thought. And while this portion of the selling process must not digress into a counseling session, your goal must be for the prospect to get real with you. Why do so few people actually achieve their goals? Primarily because they have never really identified the true goals. Once again, the people who think their goal is money are wrong. Their goal relates to what they can do with the money. Whether it's to build a monument to themselves like a beautiful home or a wing unto the orphanage, it is most important that the real goal be identified. One reason many sales blow up on even the experienced salesperson is because they sold to the smoke screen and did not probe for the real goals. The second O in our POGO formula stands for obstacles to reaching the goals just discussed. As Dr. Norman Vincent Peale says, if you want to meet someone who has no problems, no obstacles in life, just go down to the cemetery. And come to think about it, some of them really have problems. Everyone with whom we come in contact has problems. I once heard a man say, you go up to anyone on the street and tell them, I heard about your problem, and they will say, who told you? The key doesn't lie in not having problems. Once again, we all have problems. The key lies in finding solutions to those problems. Jim Norman, the CEO of the Zig Ziglar Corporation, made a sales call with one of our reps, and the prospect was adamant about not being able to use our services. As the 2ZZC representative neared the end of their allotted time, Jim asked, as CEO of Zig's company, we sure face our share of obstacles. Would you be willing to share some of the problems your organization faces? Forty-five minutes later, they walked out with a sale. He had not talked himself into a sale. He had listened to himself into a sale. People don't want to hear Zig Ziglar speak or read Zig Ziglar books. People want to hear that there is hope in their future and read that no matter how bad things have been, that they still have a chance. People want how-to's that are practical and applicable in their lives. People are seeking information, inspiration, and direction in their lives. People come to me because they believe I may offer a solution to their problems, that I might help them overcome the obstacles. People will buy from you for the same reason.
0: Try this technique when you are probing someone for information to find out how your product or your service can best be used to help this person. You might find that you can listen your way into a sale. We want to personally thank you for being here every week, sharing your testimonies and constructive feedback with us. If I haven't heard from you, I certainly want to. I hope you have a pen or pencil near you because I'm going to give you my email address and my direct telephone number. My email address is blindsay, at L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, at ziggler, Z-I-G-L-A-R, dot com. Lindsay at ziggler.com. Our telephone number is 1-800-527-0306, extension 1268. Until next week, I'm Blake Lindsay, encouraging you to live your life to the fullest.
1: Ziggler. Ziggler.
0: Inspiring true performance.